0: All right, Um, for those of you who uh, are unaware, that was Dr. Sid Williams. Uh, He was the founder of this university, the founder of uh, DE, uh, and probably uh, next to B.J. Palmer, one of the greatest chiropractors that's ever lived. Um, And uh, I am fortunate that I had a relationship with him uh, because of DE and because of being at this school. Um, I did not appreciate that relationship when I first was here, um, because I just saw him as an administrator in another assembly I had to go to, Uh, but then, uh, starting in 1993, when my wife and I went to 10 years worth of DE's in a row without missing, um, I really fell in love with his principle and with the philosophy that he was talking about, and I want to share a little bit of that with you, because I think um, what he talked about was so powerful and so way beyond what anybody's like, even thinking of, even today. I wish he was here today, because I think he'd have some amazing ideas. Um, and, and you heard him right there. He was saying, uh, you know, insurance is gonna be taken away from us, that they're gonna try with these H- these new things. Back then in the, in the late 80s when this was filmed, these new things, these HMOs are coming out there, and these preferred provider organizations are coming out there. He already knew about this stuff before he was even on the streets, right? He was already there, right? he was already in the trenches and he knew this stuff was coming out. And um, and he's right. When I was in practice, when I first came in practice in 1989, what percentage of my practice was insurance? 100% of my practice was insurance back then. 100%. Guess what people's deductibles were, were back then? Either zero or $100. They're, they're either zero, they had no deductible, Insurance paid whatever the hell you asked for, or it's a $100 deductible. That's how it was when I first started. That changed really quickly. And guess who changed it? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. When, when her husband was president, she went around, that was her big thing, just like you know Michelle Obama's big thing is exercise or whatever, her big thing was health care reform. And she went around, and she's the one who started picking into the... At creating HMOs and PPOs and all this kind of stuff, so um, that's where all that started. If you're interested, uh, so that was the mid 90s or so, and that's when things started to shift for chiropractors, right? And that because that's when all of a sudden deductibles went from $100 to $500 to $1,000. Now, I have patients come in with $10,000, even $25,000 deductibles, right? Because it's just catastrophic care, and you know what? Personally speaking, it's better. It's better for chiropractic, right? It's better for chiropractic to have us not have insurance whatsoever. Because now, my practice is 90% cash. I was 100% insurance, now I'm 90% cash. I've switched with the times. I have had friends who have not switched with the times. And some of them are not even in practice anymore, because they could not <coughs> survive. I have one friend who was down the road over here, and he was very involved with the, uh, one particular insurance company he got credentialed with one particular insurance company. And because the two or three factories that were right near his office, that had employed thousands of people, they all were uh, associated with that particular insurance company. And then one year, around that mid-90 time, all of a sudden, they, uh, those three factories left that insurance company and went with another one. And where did his practice go? Gone, overnight. January 1st, he had almost no practice because he was solely dependent on insurance. Because what he was doing was the no copay, no out-of-pocket expense kind of thing, right? What a dangerous place to, to, to play. Say, won't cost you anything, no out-of-pocket stuff. That was a super dangerous thing. They used to call it nopees, no out-of-pocket uh, insurance. And uh, dangerous place to go, right? And he is no longer in practice because that took him down. And what a shame, right? What a shame that he wasn't able to grow and see what was happening and prepare to be okay. So now if insurance went down, I'd be, no problem, go ahead. I'd actually like to have no insurance, right? Insurance is a pain in the you know what, right? I'm uninterested in doing insurance anymore. And this was a story that Dr. Sid used to to tell us all the time that is very relevant to this. And he told us a story about Rocky. Do you remember Rocky 1? Forget all the other Rockies, though. It's getting a little old. The Creed and all that stuff, a little, little old. Uh, remember Rocky I, right? Academy Award winner. Do you know how Rocky I was started? Do you know he wrote that himself? He wrote Rocky himself. Do you know that he went to, uh, like, dozens of different producers and directors and film companies trying to sell it, and what did they say to him? Only if he's not in it. That's right. If you don't start it, we'll buy it from you for $100,000, if you don't buy we'll give you $100,000. And at the moment, he was a broke, out-of-work actor. So $100,000, this is in 1980, whenever it was that it came out, right? Imagine how much money $100,000 was. I know it's a lot of the to now, but it really isn't. But back then, $100,000 was like a million dollars, right? And, and they're saying, He's gonna give, I'll give you $100,000, but you, you can't star in it. You have nothing to do with it. You just give us the script. And he wouldn't take it, right? Because he said, no. This is, I am going to be the star of this. I wrote it, and I'm going to be in the star, the star of this thing. And uh, eventually, finally, one film uh, place, you know, said, okay, you know, we're going to take a chance on you. We'll, we'll give it a shot. And look what an empire he created from one movie by standing on his convictions, right? By standing on his principle, which was, this is my movie, and I am not going to let anybody else do my movie except for me, Right? And there's a famous line in that movie that if you listen to Sylvester Stallone and in interviews and stuff, it was really about him. It, you know, this particular line was really about him. And do you remember when Rocky was being pounded by I can't remember if it was Apollo or someone was just pounding him and pounding him in that last fight? And you know, he sat down, and his you know his you know uh, assistant was like, "You should just call it Rocky." You should. And he's like, "No, I'm not calling." His eyes all bloody and his mouth is like bleeding, and it's half closed, and he's totally tired and dripping with sweat. And what does he say? What does he say? Do you remember what he says to his coach? He looks at his coach, and it's like the 11th round, the guy's saying, Rocky, I'm telling you, it's time to call it in. Call it in. We, we can't do this. You're, you're, you're not good anymore. And he says this. He says, I ain't going down anymore. I ain't going down anymore. And I want you guys to use that as a motto for your life. I ain't going down anymore, right? Because he'd been knocked down, he'd been pummeled by this guy, and he said, "I ain't going down anymore." And he went out in that round and he kicked whoever it was his rear end, right? And he won the fight, right? Because he made up his mind. And that was one of Dr. Sid's favorite quotes: "Is I have a made-up mind." Rocky, and finally at that particular moment, he said, "I have a made-up mind. I ain't going down anymore." Insurance and no insurance, you've got to make up your mind. I ain't going down anymore. Student loans, paid off or not paid off, I ain't going down anymore. There's all this competition in whatever city you you set up in. I ain't going down anymore. You have to have a made-up mind. You've got to draw the line in the sand, right? You've got to draw that line in the sand and say, I ain't going down anymore. Right, it's up to you. And Rocky, or Sylvester Sloan, when you hear him interviewed, he's like, I drew a line in the sand, and I said, I ain't going down anymore. I'm gonna sell this script with me doing the lead part, because it's that or nothing. So here's, you wanna know how to succeed? You wanna know how to succeed in your chiropractic practices? Draw a line in the sand, that's it. There's no turning back, there's no changing your mind, there's no, oh, I'll I'll just move somewhere else, there's nothing, there's a line in the sand, I burn my bridges, right? There's nothing left behind me. I either go forward or I don't, right? Remember how, that's how, how um, I can't remember if it was Greeks or Romans or one of the, my history is a little off, but one of the, the Greeks or the Romans, they were in some kind of battle and they, they sailed all their ships over to wherever they sailed it and they all landed and they're all on the shore and they're all preparing for battle. And what does the general do? He burned the ships. You said, you either win or you die. It's up to you. And they won, right? Because there was no other choice, right? But we, we all try to do this. with that, like, let me put my finger in the, let me, let me test the waters, right? There's no testing the waters, right? You guys are $200,000 in debt. You spent four years of your life here and four years of your life probably doing some undergrad stuff. You spent all this time, all this energy, all this effort. There's no more testing the waters, Here's what I want you to remember about this whole thing. I ain't going down anymore. It's, it's, it boils down to two words. All in. All in. Are you all in? Right? Are you all in? I'm so tired uh, and saddened every time I get emails and phone calls from former students of mine who are telling me, um, you know, oh, I'm not doing good in practice. I'm going to have to quit practice. And, and it just didn't work. And, I, I hate hearing that. Because there's such an unbelievable need for chiropractic. And the main reason why someone will ever go spend this much time, this much energy, this much effort, and then drop out for whatever reason, is because they're not all in. They don't have the belief of a made-up mind. They don't say to themselves, I ain't going down no more. And it's not anymore. right? That's not. Don't use do correct English when you're talking about this. You want to really psych yourself up? You say, I ain't going down no more. Right? And if you don't know the scene I'm talking about, that tonight you should watch Rocky. It's probably on Netflix or Amazon Prime or something like that. You've got to watch the first Rocky. And, and remember that. And see that in your mind's eye. right? And make, make up your mind that it ain't going down no more. <coughs>